So every time Mario Cristobal hires somebody new to join his staff, a different job comes open right after that. I know it could be a little frustrating, but if I were you, I wouldn't freak out too much about the running backs coach leaving. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Wow. Yesterday, Tuesday, Super busy day when it comes to staffing. Not only, as we covered yesterday extensively, was Shannon Dawson hired as the new offensive coordinator. I really like the hire. We'll talk more about it throughout the day. Shortly after that, Derek Nicholson was hired as the new linebackers coach. We will talk about that on today's episode. And later in the day, Kevin Smith, Miami's running backs coach, spent one year at the U., has finalized a deal to go right back to Ole Miss to work under Lane Kiffin again. Same exact job he left a year ago. So let's start on that because I see all sorts of reactions to the Kevin Smith departure, okay? Uh, now, my my initial reaction late in the afternoon when I saw Kevin Smith was leaving, a sound came out of me, something along the lines of, ah. Like, I, I don't know, like a little bit of a, of a feeling of frustration, like losing Kevin Smith right now. It's a little bit awkward. I think awkward is the word that I would uh, I would use there. OK, because on the one hand, I don't love the idea of having to replace yet another position coach because it's been seemingly an endless list of position coaches we've been replacing this offseason because, yeah, ideally you'd like to have just a, a tad bit of continuity. OK, because as of right now, the only offensive coaches that are carrying over from last year are offensive line coach Alec Mir- Alex Mirabal, I should say if I want to say the man's name correctly, and tight ends coach Stephen Field. Everyone else is going to be different next year, okay? Uh, so, you know, as far as Kevin Smith goes, you know, he had a hand in recruiting Mark Fletcher and Chris Johnson, a couple four-star running backs, although... My understanding is Mario Cristobal was more instrumental in getting them here. Uh, hopefully, you know, there's no buyer's remorse on their part now that their position coach is, is headed out the door. And listen, I, uh, I definitely got, to say it, kindly mixed reviews as to how much Kevin Smith was actually liked uh, in that building. So I, I don't know exactly why he decided to leave because some people will ask me, hey, was this guy sort of nudged out by Mario or was Mario surprised that he's leaving? We know that like nudging people out, that's Cristobal's MO, right? It, uh, he tried to nudge Gaddis out, but just, uh, Gaddis couldn't get another job. So eventually he had to let him go. But, you know, nudging people out, helping them get a soft landing somewhere else tends to be the way that Mario Cristobal does it. I don't know if that was the case with Kevin Smith or not, but that is kind of a common pattern you see when coaches leave a Mario Cristobal staff, maybe they're not completely welcome back. They will often be encouraged to find their next opportunity 
before that next opportunity is uh, is made necessary by Cristobal. I don't know exactly what happened there with Kevin Smith. Uh, so, you know, talking about continuity, continuity from the coaching staff, that's really like my only reservation about losing Kevin Smith because if you're a glass-half-full type, you now need to see and realize the opportunity that Mario Cristobal has to get a reset button on a staff that unfortunately didn't work last year. For as good as that coaching staff last year worked on paper, it didn't work in real life, okay? So Mario Cristobal and also offensive coordinator Shannon Dawson, they have the chance now to work together to find a new running backs coach, a new wide receivers coach, and really craft this staff and engineer this staff full of people who share similar philosophies because now that you've got an air raid guy running your offense probably makes sense to find people who you know their philosophies and their work ethic can match up with his we need to make sure that this offensive staff can work in harmony next season and if in order to do that you've got to rebuild your staff under the new offensive coordinator guys i'd rather do it this way than just have a bunch of mismatched parts, a lot of carryovers from last year, and just trying to kind of force the square peg into a round hole. Honestly, I'm excited now about the opportunity that Mario Cristobal and Shannon Dawson have together to build, hopefully, a winning and successful offensive coaching staff, okay? Miami staff last year, again, all-star staff on paper, turned out to just kind of be a collection of names, okay? Like, I was told, we talked about this on the show weeks ago, uh, I was told that Frank Ponce, the quarterback's coach last year, and Josh Gaddis, the offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach last year, didn't seek each other's input, and they didn't have a good working relationship. So how can you expect an offense to succeed if the offensive coordinator and the quarterback's coach aren't on the same page? Because if the quarterback coach isn't on the same page with the OC, that probably means the quarterbacks are not on the same page with the OC either. Um, you know, so as far as how this staff might get filled out, this offensive staff, uh, there's obviously a, a lot of speculation and a lot of it is based on some individuals who did interview for you know, open coaching jobs within the last couple of weeks, I continue to hear that James Coley might end up on this staff as a wide receivers coach. Now, I like James Coley a lot. I love him as a recruiter, and I think he's underrated as a coach. Uh, but I only hope that Coley ends up here if Shannon Dawson is in agreement with Mario Cristobal that Coley is the right man for the job. I only want hires when it comes to wide receivers coach and running backs coach. I only want these hires to be made if both the OC and the head coach agree this is someone we need on the staff and someone who can work well within my offense. So as long as Dawson and Coley can work together, I think that could be a dynamic partnership. You know, Another name I continue to hear as a possible wide receivers coach is Leonard Hankerson. The 49ers, obviously a former Miami wide receiver. That's a name that gets brought up a lot as a potential wide receivers coach. So, you know, hopefully Hank and Coley, I hope they're both in the mix for this because I want Miami to have the best possible pool of options available when it comes to that pool of candidates, okay? So when we come back, I want to talk about the reviews that Shannon Dawson is getting from former players and upcoming players because guys so far I got to tell you some of the quarterbacks that Miami is recruiting for the class of 2024 
They seem to love the hire and they seem to love the possibilities of what that air raid offense can bring in Miami. So there's a lot of excitement out there for Shannon Dawson and got a couple of other critical numbers for Shannon Dawson's offenses in Houston that hopefully will bode well for his tenure in Miami. And yes, we have to talk about the new linebackers coach because I don't know how it happened, but a former Florida State Seminole standout linebacker is going to be coaching the linebackers at Miami. Interesting scenario coming up, so keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Guys, I hope you're keeping it locked to FanDuel Sportsbook. The midway point of the NBA season is here. It's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. How about that? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Guys, I'll tell you, I've been doing really well this season. Uh, you know I love the Miami Heat. And betting a lot of the Bam Adebayo overs because Bam has been crushing it this year. He's so underrated. I've been making a killing on Bam Adebayo overs this season. It's so much fun. Plus, FanDuel, they even let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts. We're free on YouTube, and we're part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So um, Shannon Dawson, new offensive coordinator at Miami, left the same job at Houston to come on down to the U. Uh, we have had some complaints from listeners about not liking this hire. I, I guess you can't please everyone. Uh, you know, you... Uh, somebody in my comments yesterday on Twitter said Miami could have hired Nick Saban as their head coach and some people would have found a way to complain. But I'll tell you, there are a few individuals whose opinions matter a lot who are endorsing this hire. So Shannon Dawson at Miami, he's gotten an endorsement from Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith. Now there's a connection there. Shannon Dawson was the quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator for Geno Smith when he was a standout quarterback at West Virginia. Geno Smith tweeted, quote, UM got a good one in Coach Dawson. And there's another interesting Geno Smith connection here, and I, I wonder if this could help Miami in recruiting. Geno Smith is uh, – he's cousins with five-star wide receiver recruit Jeremiah Smith from Chaminade. Uh, Jeremiah Smith – probably the best wide receiver in the class coming up. Certainly one of them in the class of 2024. He's an Ohio state verbal commit for next year. But as we know, Miami will keep trying to flip him until he signs a paper. Okay. So maybe if Geno Smith sits down with him and sings Dawson's praises, that can only help Miami's chances. Okay. So you love that connection. Uh, got a good review, good reviews from a couple of Miami quarterback recruits. Miami is going after some good ones four stars and, and even five stars for the class of 2024. So Miami quarterback recruit Air Nolan, four star out of Langston Hughes, Georgia. He seems very excited about the hire. Uh, Air Nolan, he said that Dawson has been recruiting him or had been recruiting him to go to Houston. So he knows Dawson already well. Uh, and he told this to Inside the U, quote, man, I knew Coach Cristobal was going to hire a great OC. And that's exactly what he did. 
I think Miami's offense will be one of the most explosive offenses in the country, said Aaron Nolan. And Nolan, by the way, he plans to take a visit to Miami in March. So that's going to be spring football time. So he's going to have an opportunity to get into that room with Shannon Dawson, who he knows before, uh, knows from before, has recruited him at his previous stop. And Dawson's going to make the case for Miami. So you love it. One of the best quarterbacks in the class is singing the praises of the new offense coordinator hire. And another top quarterback who Miami is recruiting, this was actually the guy who I think accidentally leaked the Josh Gaddis firing a few weeks ago. Uh, 2024 quarterback Luke Moga, who's also coming back to Miami soon for a visit, uh, he reacted favorably to Dawson getting the job. He also spoke to Inside the U, and he said, quote, super excited. He's been recruiting me at Houston. And Moga added, great coach, and he's super smart. I'll be back soon. Talking about him returning to Miami. I'll be back. The old Schwarzenegger quote. Uh, so, yes, uh, guys, I'm very excited for the opportunity that Shannon Dawson has to get to work with Miami's current quarterbacks. I mean, recruiting, obviously, is great. We love recruiting. But to get in the room uh, and to get on the field with Miami's current quarterbacks, because Shannon Dawson is also the quarterback's coach, not just Tyler Van Dyke, who I'm excited to see him work with, but also Jakari Brown and Emery Williams, too. Uh, under Shannon Dawson's coaching last year at Houston, Houston quarterback Clayton Toon set an AAC conference record with 40 touchdown passes. 40. <laughs> it's a lot of touchdowns. He also threw for over 4,000 yards, and he rushed for over 500 yards, around 550 yards rushing last season. So... I like how that could uh, could give you a sign of Shannon Dawson hopefully having success in the next couple of years with Jakari Brown, right? When you talk about having a dual-threat quarterback. So, you know, seeing Clayton Toon succeed last year as a dual-threat guy because he was, he was Houston's leading passer and leading rusher last year. That was their quarterback. So that gets me really excited for what Dawson can do with Jakari Brown because we know Jakari... He's got the athleticism and the speed, and he's got the instincts as a runner, but Jakari Brown needs to continue to refine his accuracy and his timing as a passer. So hopefully Shannon Dawson can be the man to help unleash that and help him get to the next level, okay? And yes, Miami has a new linebackers coach as well. Uh, this news came down. Uh, so I, I think the order of things yesterday, it was late morning we found out Shannon Dawson was in. Early afternoon, I think a little before 1 p.m., we found out Derek Nicholson, the new linebackers coach, was in. And then late afternoon, we found out the running backs coach, Kevin Smith, was leaving. But let, let me give one of these to Derek Nicholson, new linebackers coach. Welcome to the U! Hopefully, he throws all of that garnet and gold gear of his right in the garbage can. Because Derek Nicholson, and I love the irony in this, he's a former standout Florida State linebacker. He led the Seminoles in tackles from 2007 and 2008. Uh, he led them in tackles both of those years. Uh, I remember him when he played at Florida State. Like when I saw the name that he was coming to Miami, I'm like, wait, is that the same Derek Nicholson who played at FSU under Bobby Bowden? And indeed, he is the very same. Uh, so Nicholson was uh, the last couple of years he was at Louisville with Scott Satterfield, and he had actually joined Satterfield's staff at Cincinnati 
Uh, obviously hadn't gotten into a season yet with them. Has been there for the last couple of months before taking this job at Miami. So it's it's kind of similar to the Lance Gidry situation where Gidry, he took a job at Tulane, never really started that job, comes to Miami. Same thing with, uh, with Derek Nicholson. He took a job at Cincinnati, but before they could even get into spring football, he moves on right over uh, to Miami. And yet, listen, Derek Nicholson is a linebackers coach. It's very well respected. Uh, he's a good recruiter and there could be a nice recruiting tie-in here as well. You know, we talked about the Geno Smith thing earlier in the case of Derek Nicholson. Uh, I'm told he's got a good relationship with five-star edge rusher, TJ Capers, who just recently committed to Louisville. Now Capers committed, uh, once, uh, Brom had already gotten there to Louisville. So, um, you know, it wasn't like he directly committed to the Satterfield staff, uh, but apparently Nicholson's got a good relationship with him. Um, you know, TJ Capers, the Columbus high standout, Mario Cristobal's alma mater. So, you know, Miami's not going to give up on Capers. They're going to try to flip him before signing day. So maybe Nicholson, you know, already having recruited him, being on Miami staff can help Miami do just that. Um, you know, Nicholson as a recruiter at Louisville, he was the primary recruiter for Stanquan Clark who chose Louisville over Miami. So hopefully this can do good things for Miami's future linebacker recruiting. And hopefully Nicholson, he's already been on the phone with the likes of Malik Bryant, Popo Aguirre, uh, Marcellus Pulliam, and Bobby Washington to get these guys excited, right? Because their position coach, Charlie Strong, just left last week. So you want to get these guys excited, get them bought in, and hopefully Nicholson is someone who can get these new linebacker recruits charged up and ready to go. And hopefully somebody who's already here, like Wes Besaint, is excited about this hire because I think Besaint is uh, he's already looking really, really good. I think he's going to be a great one at the U. So Derek Nicholson, he's been in coaching for the last 11 years, uh, started his career under Terry Bowden at Akron. Uh, he's also had stops at Alcorn State and Southern Miss. He did a particularly good job at Southern Miss. Uh, their defense and their linebacking core was excellent while he was there. So that was, you know, what really raised his stock and helped him get back into the power five after that. Uh, so when we come back, we've got some reactions from you guys to the Shannon Dawson hire. The Miami Hurricanes have a new offensive coordinator, and I can't emphasize this enough about Shannon Dawson. I love the fact that he comes from an air raid background, which should do wonders for Miami's wide receiver core. Should do wonders for Miami's quarterbacks because we've already seen Tyler Van Dyke thrive in a similar type of offense. And to top it off, Shannon Dawson, he's a little bit different from Rhett Lashley per se in that Dawson has more of an emphasis on the line of scrimmage and on a balanced attack, right? Because, you know, Houston, obviously their quarterback was putting up big numbers, but they also put up good numbers on the ground as well. So Miami's running backs will have a chance to eat in this offense. So I think everybody wins here with Shannon Dawson. So we're going to take the reactions from you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You can tweet us. Our Twitter is always open at Locked on Canes. And if you follow us at Locked on Canes, we will follow you back. So keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Hey, make sure for your second listen, you check out the brand new podcast on this network, Locked on College Basketball. I was a guest on that this week. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. 
So some of our listeners reacted to the Shannon Dawson hire. Uh, Manolo305 tweets to us. He comes from a strong coaching tree. People that are upset about this hire need to look deeper into him. I personally like the hire. It's different. Let's see what an air raid with South Florida speed looks like. Oh, wait. Just look at West Virginia when Gito Smith was there. We can put up mad points in this offense. Uh, I, I love that, Manolo. And, yeah, he does come from a great coaching tree. Uh, he learned from Hal Mummy, the godfather of the air raid, and has worked uh, a lot over the years with Dana Holgerson uh, at West Virginia and at Houston. So he does come from a, a good air raid uh, lineage there, the top air raid lineage, in fact. We got a tweet from Sean Michael. Now, Sean, he was responding to some of the people who were complaining about the hire, because like I said, a lot of Hurricanes fans are not happy about this. I think some of you don't like it because maybe you've never heard of the guy. Uh, others of you don't like it because there was like one article written in the Houston Chronicle uh, where somebody didn't think he was a good play caller at Houston. So you saw one guy complained about him. Oh, he must suck because of that. Uh, so not everybody's happy with this. I think some of you are not happy about the fact that uh, um, I don't even know what you're not happy about. Some of you are a little bit, uh, a little bit mad about this, but Sean Michael was responding to that. He says, it's only because they want a name. They know most uh, couch cushions don't know this guy, he says. They just cry because it is a new day. I like what he's done. We need someone to build the offense to our talent. I don't care what his name is. Just win, baby. I like that. Uh, so here's one of the people who is complaining, okay? So after the hire was announced, we get a tweet at Locked on Canes from Young Bo. Young Bo tweeted to us, it took four months? Hashtag fire Mario. Now, First of all, young Bo, if you think it took four months, four months would take you back to October. Like, do you really think was Mario Cristobal conducting interviews for offensive coordinator like halfway through the football? Four months? I mean, listen, um, I think it's ridiculous to complain about how long it took to get the hire. For me, the most important thing is getting the hire right. Now, obviously, we're not going to know for sure whether Shannon Dawson is the right guy until we actually see some, you know, some regular season games and we see how this goes. OK, but at the same time, uh, I've been telling you since since I first heard Shannon Dawson was a candidate, which I think was early last week. I've been excited about it. This is a guy I've wanted here. This is a guy who's got a proven track record. I think this is going to be a really good hire. Only time will tell. But if you're complaining about the hire just because you think it took too long to hire him, like, shouldn't getting the right person be more important about the time it takes to do that? So are you going to fly one of those banner planes over the stadium next year? Because you didn't like the fact that it took until Valentine's Day to hire an offensive coordinator. So you're going to fire a banner plane with Fire Mario over the stadium. Good luck with that. And I hope that it's a super expensive bill to fly, to fly that plane. I hope it puts you into debt, okay? I hope I hope that your credit score goes down to like 400 because you paid for that banner. Oh, man. We get a tweet from Rob. Rob says, hey, there has to be something going on. Too many coaches leaving. Is Mario too hard to get along with? He says, um, I will say that I'm not I, I don't know if too, too hard to get along with. I don't know is the right way to describe it, because I think Mario is a really personable, honest guy. But I do think. He can be 
difficult to work for only because he does not sleep. And I think he expects his assistants to be on the same schedule that he's on. Like if Mario Cristobal shows up to the office at three in the morning, he probably expects his assistants to come to the office at three in the morning as well. When Mario Cristobal is maniacal about recruiting 24 hours a day, he expects that same sort of work ethic from his assistants. So if you're talking about people working with him who are maybe not content to keep that same sort of schedule and that same sort of grind, then it can be a tough fit. I don't think it's fair to say he's hard to get along with. I think he's really easy to get along with. He just may not be that easy to work for for that reason. But then at the same time, I don't think it's fair to characterize that as necessarily the reason why so many of these coaches are leaving. I, I think that um, a lot of these coaches, unfortunately, just didn't really work out here last year. When you go five and seven and you have a really disappointing season, I think sometimes Mario is going to realize certain members of the staff didn't fit. We have to make changes. And I think some of these coaches may realize, hey, after five and seven, my spot here might not be so secure. Maybe this is not what I thought it was going to be. I'm going to try my luck somewhere else. I think it's just a natural thing. So I don't think it's fair to characterize Mario's personality as necessarily being the reason why there, there's so much turnover here. But I, I will give you... I will concede the point that there's obviously a lot of moving parts on the staff from last year. Um, certain things didn't work last year. I hope everything works this year, okay? We get a tweet from Ibisville who says about Shannon Dawson, I am 100% on board with the hire. Very curious to see wide receiver coach now. Yeah, wide receiver coach and running backs coach. I think maybe at the time that Ibisville tweeted that, um, Kevin Smith had not left yet, but – now you've got two really important spots to fill on that staff. And I can't wait to see how Dawson and Cristobal collaborate on making those hires. Uh, we get a comment on YouTube from Paul Hill. He writes to us, I love the hire. Tune, the quarterback for Houston, threw for over 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, and only 10 picks last year. Their running back stable, he says, ran for over 2,000 yards. I will take those stats every day. I think with this air raid offense, the fans are coming back to watch this team. Also, Van Dyke has to be smiling ear to ear. He says, this hire is going to do nothing but help him go Canes. Paul, that's very well said. Um, I like what he said about fans coming back to watch this team. You know, it's hard enough going five and seven. But when you're going five and seven and your offense is putting people to sleep, <laughs> that's even worse, right? When you're going five and seven... And your offense is taking the play clock down to one <laughs> on every single play. And, you know, you know, you're know, you not moving. You're not getting first downs. There's no tempo whatsoever. Let's try to get excited about offensive football at Miami again. I think Shannon Dawson can help us do that. I like how you brought back the – how you brought up, I should say, the running back stats as well. Because, yeah, that's something I like about Shannon Dawson. He doesn't abandon the run. This is going to be a balanced attack. The running backs are going to get some burn here in this offense. And, yeah, I'll remind people that Houston last year, Houston's offense, top 25 in the country last year in yardage and top 16 in the country in scoring. And they used tempo, which is something I think all of us want at Miami. So, if nothing else, I can't guarantee you the offense gets dramatically better. I think they will. Getting players like they've gotten at the offensive line is going to help. But if nothing else, 
Miami's offense is going to be more fun to watch next year. Now, for me, real fun comes in winning games. So hopefully winning games is something that happens as well. Uh, I wanted to throw a couple shout outs. You know, we like to do this when when you guys and girls leave us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We like to read those and shout you out. And we have gotten a couple of new five-star reviews since we shouted you guys out last. Uh, This is really cool. Uh, From a user who goes by hashtag TNM. It's an old Manny Diaz thing, right? The new Miami. TNM writes to us, uh, watching Locked on Canes on YouTube is my morning commute ritual. And he says, even... Uh, it's evening time in the 305 is my morning in Seoul, South Korea. So how about that? We got someone listening to us from Korea. TNM, man. Thank you so much for listening to us in Korea. So I guess, um, you know, so w- if we ever have an episode that comes out like in the afternoon or the evening, that's his morning time in Korea. Thank you so much for listening. And we get a five-star review. Thank you so much from Hoodie Girl. Hoodie Girl, who was on the show with us last week, she says, five-star podcast, easy. And I'm not just saying that because I've been a guest on the show, but for real, Dono knows his stuff. He doesn't sugarcoat stuff just because he's a Canes fan. Definitely a must-listen every day. Thank you so much, Hoodie Girl. And, of course, when Miami gets to the Final Four, you will be back on the show, maybe even before that, because Hoodie Girl did a great job with us last week. So thank everyone so much. Um, If you guys want to drop us any comments, about who you'd like to see as the next running backs coach, wide receivers coach, and any more feedback you guys want to give us on the Shannon Dawson hire. YouTube comments are open. Twitter is always open at Locked on Canes. And we will talk to you next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.